This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello and welcome back to the Youth Impact. I'm recording this a bit later than usual um, and also with a completely different topic than I originally had because sometimes uh, the things you plan fall through and that's okay. But it did kind of give me a little segue and a little distraction to this next topic because it's how I'm feeling. So I'm pretty frustrated with uh, how things have gone down, actually. And I was just in a very bad mood right before recording this. And honestly, I kind of still am. Uh, But that's okay. We're allowed to be in a bad mood every once in a while. So I thought I would talk about uh, more negative emotions and, you know, how to deal with them and... I don't know, something like that. We've done a uh, a good vibes kind of episode earlier on. Now it's bad vibes. I feel like it's evening it out. And maybe I'll go into more depth with both of them. But yeah, it, yeah, let's go with it. This is fine. This is a good topic. Whatever. It's good. It's fine. It's cool. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about some of the things, uh, obviously, that you you shouldn't really do when you've got some negative emotions. Let's, well, We'll break it down. We're going to do things that we we shouldn't do. Things to try and break you out of those negative emotions. And if those don't work, we're going full distraction. Right? We all have the itinerary for this episode. Are we all good with this? Because I, frankly, could be doing better. <laughs> so first of all, when it comes to obviously having negative emotions, don't beat yourself up about it. It happens to everyone, and also in terrible situations sometimes, like right before you have to do something very important, I don't know, just as a random example. Um, but, but it's never something that you should beat yourself up for, um, especially if you're that positive friend, because I know that was definitely me, uh, and it still is, the really positive one that's not supposed to be angry, because like, that's not who you are, but it is. Well, it's not who you are, but... It's okay to be angry sometimes or just get in a bad mood or in a bad headspace. Like, it, it's fine. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. You're all good, but you don't need to dwell on it and be like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing to the, this to myself because you're definitely going to make it worse. <laughs> and it's just not going to get better and it will become a cycle. Similarly, don't blow things out of proportion for yourself. If, like, you're in a bad mood just for something small you're definitely gonna make it seem bigger than it is and you're just gonna keep going over and over in your head about like what you could have changed it's fine you don't need to uh freak out that much it's all good if it's something that you you feel like you need to freak out about freak out about it in a reasonable kind of way if you know what i mean if it's just something small and you know it's small keep it small you don't need to let it kind of snowball down the hill of bad vibes causing it to get bigger in your own head and if it is something that's relatively big or something that you do feel bad about you don't need to keep enlarging it in your own head you can find a way to fix it which is easier said than done but like think about it just in of itself as it is this isn't making a lot of sense we're moving on when it comes to whatever bad emotions you're feeling i think an important thing is that you have to put it into problems and not people like don't direct it at people because i know when you're in a bad mood you just kind of want to yell and start the argument or you're waiting for someone to start the argument you don't need to do that you you should never direct any anger at people 
uh, especially if they're not involved at all. And a lot of the times they aren't. Sometimes it's your own thing and they just happen to get in the way. Always remember, don't direct it at them and direct it at either the problem itself or any other problem that you have, which we will go over some other things that you can do, which um, that I feel like you can put your negative energy into. Because, you know, when you're in that bad mood, you have a lot of adrenaline going. You can definitely do something with that. Something productive. Maybe it's volunteering. I don't know. That that would be weird, right? Another thing that I think we all need to remember is to not bottle it in and like stuff yourself full of these emotions. Um, we all love the idea of I'm just going to bottle away whatever I'm feeling and then let it fester until it becomes a mental illness. Don't do that. Stop doing that. <laughs> I'm still doing that, but you need to stop because otherwise, or even if it doesn't become anything obviously that drastic, um, you're still bottling it up a bit by bit. And eventually it's just going to come out at the worst time or some slight inconvenience is going to happen and you're going to break down crying in the middle of the hallway just because your jacket got stuck on the door. Shayla, you'll be fine. Don't keep it in. Always. In my opinion, I think, well, again, it's easier said than done just to do everything step by step. Sometimes when you're already in a bad mood, something else bad can happen and it will just keep piling and piling on until you're frustrated. It might not even be something bad, it's just something that's been added on to your caseload. And that's fine. It happens. But you just need to learn to take it bit by bit rather than trying to either do all of it at once or do none of it and freak out about it it's all fine it's always something small start with the smallest thing first and then worry about it because people may think that's counterproductive like why would you start like start with the easiest thing because you get a sense of achievement when doing the easiest thing and it's just still taking something off your mind whilst also giving you pride in the fact that you've accomplished it Right, so some basics to getting rid of negative emotions. I myself, in my amazing 24 years, have encountered a lot of many negative emotions. So I do have some ways, I guess, to get rid of them, which I've already stated, but let's go through some things. Obviously, the first one is to relax, chill out. I've always found that if you're in somewhat of an angry place... Actually, let's take right before, like an hour before I started recording as an example. So I was already really mad about uh, my plans for this week's show going through. And we will not be hearing the end of that story because the recording cut out. Hello, this is Shayla from the future and or past in your case. Uh, th this is what I'm talking about of things that make me really mad. <laughs> Sometimes things just don't work out and that's okay. We can get through them easy peasy because you know, I think the moral of the story was it became something new and something different happened because my plans originally went through uh, of the original episode and then I created this episode which I feel might actually be a better episode so something new happens and just like that uh, whatever I said beforehand fell through and so now you're getting what I'm saying now which might, might have been better. You'll never know, and nor will I, because I completely forgot what I said. Anyway, uh, back to me. Again. That it fixes all of life's problems, apparently. 
Hate it because it's true. And I really wanted it to not work, but I've been proven wrong time and time again. Another thing to do just whilst you're still in your bad mood is to learn uh, from what's happened. Obviously, if you're in a bad mood because like you procrastinated, I guess you're learning don't procrastinate and then do the thing earlier. But that's not always the case. Sometimes it's something small, something, I don't know. It depends on what's made you angry and you have to learn from it. You learn what triggers it. You learn how you're feeling right now. Like sometimes it's okay to just sit in the anger for a bit and see how you're feeling, what kind of person you are in this state and what you're going to do with it and how you're going to get out of it. Uh, because it's all good and well to get rid of anger as fast as you can, which has definitely worked for some people, but it's also good to know when you're actually angry, if you're not so used to being the angry kind of person. Because sometimes, I don't know, you're angry just without even realizing it. It's definitely happened to me a few times. I didn't realize I was in such a bad mood because I was distracted by something else, and then I came out of it and I was like, oh, I feel a lot better. It's just, it's just something to learn by, especially with how you feel during it, which can be the same during any emotion, really. And another thing to do with your negative emotions is find the lesson in it. There's always a fun little lesson at the end of everything of why you've done it and what have you learned from it. Like what has this experience taught you about yourself and how you deal with things and all that kind of stuff. It's very cliche, but it works. And it's also good to know what helps you during these times and how to get out of it. Uh, obviously when I, you know, I haven't really established what I mean by like a bad mood or negative emotions. I'm kind of going by like anger because that's kind of what I'm feeling right now. Anger, frustration, um, but this also definitely works for like sadness and depression and even some anxiety. They're all kind of the same. Well, like under the same, same umbrella of bad vibes. This point is going nowhere, I just thought I'd reiterate that this isn't just for one emotion. This isn't just for being angry. This is covering everything, hopefully. In my head it is. Anyway. Now I have this fun handy dandy list here of 200 ways to distract yourself. That's a lot of ways. And we're going to go through them. There will be some that I've done, some that I didn't know existed. We're definitely going to learn something together. Because sometimes distracting yourself is the best way. If you don't have the time to go through all the steps of uh, just relaxing or, or thinking about how you're feeling right now. Or even the lessons that you've learned. Uh, distracting yourself is still going to take up some time. But sometimes it's a lot faster. Sometimes it's just the quickest way to get out of it. And sometimes you don't want to dwell on it and that's perfectly fine you don't need to uh you don't need to sit in it for that long if you don't want to if that's not helping you um i personally think it's a good thing to do just at least once to get an idea but if you've got that idea <laughs> you know what you're doing you know what you're doing babes you've got this but yeah let's look at ways to distract yourself we're gonna start with some mental activities. So these are like the things literally just in your mind. You just, you don't have anything on hand. You don't need anything on hand. It's all in your head, literally, it, it is. Uh, but these are like, you know, little brain activities that you can do. Starting off, as always, with numbers. We love numbers. Obviously math is uh, a good way to really distract yourself. Well, it is for me because I'm really bad at math. So like if someone gives me a random math problem, I'm out. I'm already forgotten everything that we're talking about because I have to get my fingers out and start counting. 
because I'm real. I really don't know what I'm doing. I you could always obviously go for the immediately hard math problems, or if you can't think of any math problems, you can count backwards from a number. A classic. You can choose a number and then keep adding numbers to it. You know, fifteen plus seven equals twenty-two. Twenty-two plus seven equals twenty-nine. Yeah, I'm not really good at math. Alternatively, choose a number and think of various ways that you can make it into ten, like five plus five, or a plus two, or two times five, or a bigger number and a subtraction. If you're not into math, let's focus on the environment that you might be in. Count how many of the same things are in your environment, like how many red things are in your environment, or how many trash bins are there. I don't know, it's really hard to do examples when I'm sitting in my own room. Ooh, you could do that game, like you can play it by yourself, I guess, instead of with other people, where you pick a category, like animals, and then you have to go through the alphabet, naming all of them. Like A for anteater and B for, I was going to say banana, <laughs> baboon, you know, stuff like that. A classic game. If you're with someone else, get them to play along. Unless you don't know them, stop talking to them. A really classic one that I remember doing, or at least I was told to do, is narrate to yourself, which is really funny to me. What I like to do, because I'm... <laughs> I'm a pretty funny guy. Or I like to make myself laugh during these whole things. So I like to narrate it like I'm like really dramatic or like I'm in a in like a book or something and I'm recounting tales of my past like I'm sure I'm 24 years old and I don't even know how I got into this room. It's dark and it's a Friday. It's four in the morning or something. That was a really bad example, but then I, I, I was going to do something more dramatic, but then I remembered I'm still sitting in my room and it really threw me out of my own emotion. But something like that, uh, narrating to yourself literally what you're doing at the current moment or what you're seeing kind of helps. The thing that actually always gets me out of it is trying to know the date and time. Like just now, I didn't realize it was currently 4am. <laughs> Classic. And I also never know the date, so it's a, it's a good thing to remember. I did say I would do some productive ways to help you get out of it because sometimes you just need that small task done to kind of get you ready to tackle any other bigger tasks or just make yourself feel better. Plus, it's helpful. You're going to hate them. You're not going to like them because most of them are cleaning. Do you know how easy that is and how annoying that is? Because I hate cleaning. Can't do it. Um... But it's something that needs to be done, and I'm always a very messy person, so it always needs to be done. I like to start really small with just like a make your bed, uh, or organize my desk, because I'm already sitting at my desk anyway, so I might as well. But obviously this can also just go for like washing the dishes, vacuum. Uh, you don't need to do anything big. You don't need to be like, I'm going to wash the entire house. And no, pick one thing. Vacuum one room. Vacuum the whole room if you want. But you don't need to carry on, like organize the rest of the living room or sweep or whatever. Obviously, if you want to do that, that's all good. But you don't need to push yourself for these. These are just some beginning distractions. It is a good thing to note that when you start doing something, a body in motion stays in motion. Which I... Something that you really learn for the same reason of... Uh, why it's so easy to stay awake, but it's so hard to wake up. Because it's easy to stay awake because the body's in motion. The body's already awake. 
because it's hard to wake up because you were asleep, then you have to do something completely different. So sometimes when you are uh, doing just small cleaning things, you can carry on. Uh, and maybe you'll want to. Uh, but it, remember, it is nothing to push yourself over. It's all good. A lot of these are, in fact, cleaning. Like on this list that has been written, or like, make a financial plan and budget. These are definitely not things that I do. But what you can do, if you're me, I always end up with coins. I have so many coins. So I have a coin jar, naturally. Count them. Just count them. I haven't counted mine in a long time, but it is definitely something that's good to do if you need the distraction. Also, make clinky clink noise when you toss them on the bed. Just saying. I love the noise. It's fun. But it does count as productive. It's also technically math. And clinky cloin noise make brain go brr. Obviously going through all these uh, productive things that you could be doing, I have to mention, you could be volunteering. Like, I don't know, you could be. Which seems like, how are you going to be volunteering? Because volunteering specifically has a schedule for something, so why would you be angry in time to do said volunteering? Well, that's not all the ways you can volunteer, obviously. Similar to cleaning, you can always declutter your house, specifically the kitchen, and you could be finding some, you know, like the canned goods or the the food that will last a while. I forgot what it's called. Non-perishables? Yeah, something. And you could be getting them together to donate uh, if you wish. There's also just a lot of things that you could be doing to either make stuff to donate or just prepare. Other than that, we have done an episode earlier in the past of some virtual kinds of volunteering, which you can just do at any time. Uh, so it goes with your schedule. So again, you're volunteering, you're also getting that distraction, and let's face it, doing good gets rid of the, you know, the the bad emotions. Good, nothing like a good way of weaseling volunteering into anything on this volunteer show. <laughs> and I think lastly we should talk about some self-care kind of things, which also come under creative and entertainment in my opinion. Uh, these are all separated, but I think they also count as self-care because you're doing things that you love. First of all, you can take a bath. If you don't have a bath, take a shower. You're still cleaning, and also just, it's good. It's just that time to yourself with also a lot of hot water. Or cold water if you're like a cold shower person. Like, I don't know. Like a weirdo. I'm kidding, it's fine. Cold showers actually have so many more benefits than warm showers. A good thing to have for self-care would be to have an actual working audio. Hello again. Uh, I will <laughs> go through again what I found as self-care to be important. Um, I think the main one is actually your own hobbies and honing them as skills. Because uh, that's, that's kind of what they've become. Like, they will become. Uh, for me, it's drawing or playing an instrument. To, they become such self-care because once you get good, well, not get good, but get more comfortable doing it, um, it becomes something more relaxing and more fun to learn. And I feel being productive when you do have those kinds of negative emotions is helpful because also once you're out of those emotions, you come out and you're like, oh, look, I've accomplished something. Isn't that, isn't that neato? Obviously, another thing for self-care is to just watch something that you enjoy. If you're re-watching a show or anything or just a movie, like... You don't need to find anything new. You don't need to see the newest movie every time. Sometimes you're just comfortable watching the, yeah, 
the things you're familiar with. For me, it's The Simpsons, uh, because when I was younger, The Simpsons was just always on TV when I got home. And so I know most of the episodes. And so I just really like rewatching them uh, as a way to just, you know, kind of relax, kind of be chill. And the familiarity, I don't know, it eases me. Uh, plus I don't have to pay that much attention to it, so I could be doing something else, like drawing or playing an instrument or embroidery or something like that. Uh, it's, it's multitasking. It's, mul- it's multi-distracting to the max, is what it is. I also tend to do a lot of puzzles. Uh, I, I find them very distracting, and that's self-care. Um, the good old Sudoku, one of my favorites, or just a jigsaw puzzle. Similarly is video games. I am really big into playing video games and I want to reiterate that we're not taking our anger out on people, remember? We're we're taking it out on the game itself. So, you know, harvest those turnips really angrily in your favorite farming simulator. I don't know. But, But don't take it out on other people when you're playing a game. I also th- find that these kinds of moments uh, of even just trying to do something that self-care is a good time to try and discover something. I'm super into creativity self-care, so I definitely recommend like learning new things or doing a, something DIY. Though, I have to <laughs> remind people that you need to make sure that you're okay with failure, especially if you're trying something new. Uh, if you're already in a bad mood, you try something new, it doesn't go the way you want, you're probably going to end up in a bad mood again. So, you know, just just bear that in mind. But for me, I do like to try new things when I'm in in a bad mood, and then I go, okay, it didn't turn out the way I wanted, but it definitely turned out in a way does that make any sense because it definitely doesn't add the time but like looking back I'm so full of wisdom actually kind of moving away from creativity and actually going back to you know general kind of self-care meditate is always you know a good a good start I always find that meditation leads to naps in my case which for me is fine I'm a big fan of a good a good quick time skip is how I like to refer to it. <laughs> but it, what I'm saying is that, you know, sometimes it's good to reflect and just to take that moment. There is so much guided meditation. There's even one on Netflix that's honestly pretty good. <laughs> so, like, that's definitely something that I'd recommend trying out. And even if, like, you're not super into meditation, it's... It's always good to try or at least relax because that's, I feel like that's always the end goal and that is what it's going to do. It is going to relax you. Even if you're not super enjoying it, you're never really tense when uh, meditating unless you have like an ASMR meditation. Don't do that. I also want to remind everyone of self-care that treating yourself is definitely okay. I know there's always the whole, do I deserve to be treated? Yes, yes you do. Treat yourself. I like to treat myself to something very small. Obviously don't get overly excited. Um, but sometimes it's just something small like some candy or uh, I I like to buy the really tiny Minecraft figurines that they used to sell at the warehouse. Something like that. Um, 
or akin to surprise. They will give you like both kind of things of weird, meaningless toy and also chocolate. It's a, it's a, it's pretty good. But I feel that treating yourself always seems to be something like that you shouldn't do uh, unless you've earned it. You don't need to earn it. You just need to need it, I think is how I'd want to put it. If you need to treat yourself, absolutely treat yourself. So I hope we all enjoyed this episode of the Youth Impact. Um, Again, it wasn't what I originally planned, but it was definitely something important that I did want to talk about eventually. And I feel a lot better than I did in the beginning of this. Just goes to show, I guess, this is my distraction and what makes me feel better, I suppose. Uh, Oh, that's a good one. Venting your frustrations just into the air, I guess. Well, obviously my ear is different because my ear is playing and you can hear me. This is like like a weird diary that people can listen to. That's upsetting to think about. Anyway, I hope we all have a good day. And I will see you next week, hopefully, uh, for my original plan. If not, I'll do a better episode. Bye. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.